0: Welcome to Unsubscribe. I'm your host, Ebony Jane. In this podcast, I'm going to show you how to intentionally opt out of anything that's robbing you of your energy, freedom, joy, and peace of mind. It's time to let it all go, finally, so that you can clear your mental inboxes and make space to subscribe to a life that truly lights your soul. If you're ready, hop in. We are embarking on the transformation of a lifetime. Welcome back to Unsubscribe. I'm so excited to be here with you for another episode. It's just my dream to be here living life, thinking about things, learning things, feeling all the feelings life has to offer, and growing, and then sharing those learnings with all of you because we're all growing together. We're all in this game of life, and it's beautiful. It has so many high moments of joy and so many. Challenging, hard moments too. And what makes it better is supporting each other in beautiful ways like this. And I love this podcast because it feels like I am doing just that. I'm sitting with you chatting over a cup of matcha. <laughs> so welcome back. And because this is one of the first few episodes and the podcast is called Unsubscribe, what better way to kick things off than talk about what I'm unsubscribing to? I want to give you a few examples of things in hopes that it inspires you to opt out of things that are big and small in your life as you live it. And some of these things that you're opting out of can be big and really make giant waves in your day-to-day, or they can be tiny and make tiny little shifts that maybe add up at one point. You can choose to unsubscribe, however feels good to you, and you can choose to make it a habit, which is kind of the best thing ever. So let's talk about this and I'll give you some ideas. I also thought this was a great time to do it because it is a new year happy twenty twenty four We're a few weeks in and what better time to do a little housekeeping, a little mental housekeeping than now? We're looking at that pile of junk mail on the table that's been sitting there for weeks or months, and we're going through it and we're taking a look with our new lens, the 2024 lens of what we want to keep and open, maybe scan or take a picture of and save for later, or what we want to not open and throw away because we know it's junk. That's what we're doing today. So I'll share with you a few things that I've been unsubscribing to lately, big and small. The first thing I'm unsubscribing to is taking things personally. I think this was a few weeks ago. Yeah, maybe maybe a month, a two or two ago. There was I was going to Home Goods and I had just parked and I was sitting in my car for a moment and I didn't do like the most amazing parking job. I was definitely in the lines, but I was close to one car more than the other, and this. Lady rushed out of Home Goods and got in her car and was huffing and puffing and like muttering. I was inside my car, but I could hear her muttering really, really loudly at how she was, and she was like shaking her head, trying to make it so that I saw her about how mad she was that I made her life really hard by parking the way I did. Now, I could have reparked. I didn't realize my parking job was so poor. I actually don't even think it was that poor, but <laughs> I remember this experience. I was like, oh, oh, I feel really bad. Like I did this. I could have been better. I'm not, it's like that perfectionist inside of me coming up, the people pleaser inside of me coming up. And then I was like, wait, no, maybe this has nothing to do with me. First of all, I'm inside the lines. I'm like four, six inches from one side and maybe 12 inches from the other side. I'm definitely closer to one side than the other. But also, maybe she's just having a bad day. Maybe she went into home goods and didn't find the little Christmas decoration she wanted. I don't know. Maybe it's not about me. And also it's it's a parking job. It everything was fine. She got out fine. It's not actually a big deal. So, I had that moment where I paused and I stepped back and I was like, "Wait, this isn't even worth my energy cuz it's not a big deal." And it's not worth my energy because I don't know the whole context of the situation. And I don't need to take this personally. I don't need to make this a big deal. I'm going to unsubscribe to that. And in my moment of having this question or these questions come up in my mind, I decided, no, I'm going to stop. I'm going to pattern interrupt. And I'm going to step back from this way of being and unsubscribe to taking things personally. That was really freeing. highly recommend 10 out of 10 the next thing i'm unsubscribing to is overwhelm i've always felt overwhelm is a decision and this past year i've found myself being in that state of overwhelm so frequently our life has gotten big and full and beautiful in so many different ways and i'm so grateful and that has caused more things to show up in my calendar more things that are taking up my mental space and There are mental tickers in my head. Like, I keep going through these loops of, oh, I need to do this. I need to remind X of Y, and I need to email this person and this company that I need to unsubscribe the service to, and all these different things. And it's just this like giant ticker, never ending, nonstop chatter. (laughs) Chatter is actually a really great way to, but it is chatter. It's like the overwhelm, it's the chatter, and it just gets so loud and so noisy. And you're like, oh my gosh, I'm drowning. But again, I really believe overwhelm is a decision. So another chance to pattern interrupt and say, I don't like this. I'm choosing to feel like this. What if I unsubscribe to it? What if I choose not to feel like this? And I think in a lot of cases, I feel like for me, unsubscribing from overwhelm is easier said than done. And I need a practice to get me out of that state, that fight or flight state. So for me, movement, motion, moving my body by going for a walk or going to work out is so healing. And immediately my state of overwhelm is less charged. It's less desperate or dire. <laughs> and I get to take myself out of the loop. So motion, standing up, walking around, going outside, even those things can really help that pattern drop. So that's a tool I use to unsubscribe to overwhelm every single day. That's why I love working out too. The other thing I'm unsubscribing to is over scheduling myself. I kind of mentioned this in the last episode, but I am obsessed with manifesting canceled meetings. My favorite thing to do. And I've done it before. I'm like, "Oh, it would be so nice if that meeting wasn't on my calendar." And inevitably, someone messages saying, "Sorry, I'm too busy today, like XYZ. Can we make this an email instead or can we cancel this or can we move this?" I actually have a friend, she and I have monthly chats, and it's so interesting. The month I feel really overscheduled, she also feels, feels something in her life. And she's like, hey, can we cancel this month's chat? And it's just better for all of us. So side note, manifesting cancel meetings, a lot of fun. But also instead of saying yes in the first place to things we actually don't want to do, what if we said no? So a different example is having coffee with someone I'm reconnecting with professionally. I love them i think they're wonderful people and really respect what they do in the industry but i know that having coffee with them isn't going to currently help me move towards the things that i'm prioritizing right now and i said yes because i felt like i should yes i didn't say yes i didn't want to feel bad but it's not actually helping me move towards the priorities that i've set in my life and so i'm creating new vocabulary around saying no So that I don't find myself being overscheduled, or I'm moving meetings, or I'm canceling meetings. I have a standing weekly meeting with my house manager who manages so much in our home. She's wonderful and she is so organized and incredible. And I needed space last week and this week. So I asked her, I was like, hey, can we cancel this week's meeting so we can catch up asynchronously? She was happy because she got 30 minutes back. She got to rest or take care of herself or work on other things. And I was able to say what I needed to say and get space back in my day to day. And I didn't feel overscheduled anymore. So I'm continuously creating new vocabulary around this. I'm also other phrases I've been working on are and using are, Hey, thank you for thinking of me for X right now. I am prioritizing this thing in my life work family, health, mental health. And because of that, I won't be able to join. Sharing vulnerably, if you have to say no to someone and it's hard to say no, sharing vulnerably and sharing the truth really helps us bring back our power. So that's something really big that I'm unsubscribing to, especially coming out of the holiday season, is being overscheduled. I want space in my days. I want peace and a clear calendar and the ability to breathe. <laughs> the other thing I'm unsubscribing to, this is a smaller thing, is a long morning routine. I love morning routines. I love rituals. And it's something, one of my favorite things in my day. It's something I used to love, which was having two to three hours every morning where I got to be and journal and meditate and cold plunge and exercise and put on my Palo Santo or my sage or my candle. It felt so good, so spacious and abundant. And now I don't have the capacity for that anymore. I have entered this phase where I want it to be compact. I want it to be effective in that small amount of time. And if it doesn't feel good, I don't want to do it. I'm unsubscribing to a long morning routine which is there's nothing wrong with those. I I used to love them. And I'm subscribing to a mini morning routine. I might do a small journaling exercise. I might do a five-minute tapping. I love tapping. Or a quick meditation and put on a candle, burn some incense, and that's my morning routine. I'm letting it be short, letting it be 20 to 30 minutes long, and I'm allowing it to still be as magical and potent and powerful and grounding as my two-hour long morning routine used to be. I am unsubscribing to the fact that it has to be that way or it has to be any one way. And I get to customize it to be what I need it to be right now. So those are some larger things, a few smaller things that I'm unsubscribing to. I'm unsubscribing to taking out the compost. We've been composting for a year or two now and we have a little compost bin where we gather everything every day, a little food scraps, things like that. But our compost bin that where the composting actually happens is outside under our deck. And it's kind of like, it looks like that's where Gollum lives. Honestly, I w- joked sometimes that we should put a little cutout of Gollum underneath because it's so dark and it's kind of wet and like creepy. And that's where a compost bin lives. And I hate opening the compost bin. And there are these, I know there's stuff in there and I don't want to know. And I'd just rather not do it. I'd rather not think about it. It's such a tiny thing. And yes, I can do it. Like once in a while, I do put things in the compost bin, but I just don't want to anymore. (laughs) So I stopped. Anytime there's compost, I put it put the little bag, put a little knot on the bag and put it by the stairs so that Tishar can take it out the next time he's going down the stairs. And it's been the best thing in the world. Unsubscribing to taking out the compost and trash. Actually, I don't take out the trash anymore. I do lots of other things in the home, but I'm unsubscribing to those things. (laughs) The other thing I'm unsubscribing to, which is feels really big for me, I I'm someone who loves a beautiful home, who loves things in their place. So one thing that I'm unsubscribing to is making the bed every day. I feel like I go back and forth on this, but I do wake up before Tushar does, and because of that. And because of how our day just gets started, I don't necessarily have time to come back to the bedroom and make the bed in the mid-morning time. So I come back to the bedroom next time and it's 5 p.m. And I'm like, well, what's the point of making the bed now? (laughs) And so that's kind of how it's been going day to day. And I've just decided that if the bed is unmade, I'm just not going to do it. I am unsubscribing to having to do that every day. And I'm also unsubscribing to the belief that not making the bed means something about me. It doesn't mean that I'm messy. It doesn't mean that I'm disorganized. It doesn't mean that I'm not put together. It just means that I didn't make the bed. And that is okay. And I can tap into the joy of making the bed. And if it feels fun to make the bed at 5 p.m., I will do it. I think I make the bed at 5 p.m. more than I do at like 9 p.m. or 10 a.m. or sorry. 9am or (laughs) 10am, because that feels fun to me. And when I'm doing it out of this place of joy and fun and that light energy, that feels good. So I subscribe to that, but I don't want to have to do it. And that feels good. And I think that ties into my next point, which is I'm unsubscribing to the compulsive desire to clean, organize, put things away. I am unsubscribing to the need for everything to look pristine. I think this is rooted in my background as a designer where we want things to be aligned. We want spacing to look right. Everything has to be multiples of eight or whatever else multiples that that product has chosen. It's all left aligned and everything has to be the right H1, the right H2, the right body copy size. Like these are the things we learned in design school. And I have these shortcuts in my head. And so whenever I look at the design, any design, I am thinking, how do I make it better? How do I clean it up? How do I make it look polished and put together? And sometimes I'm bringing that work brain to my personal life. And I'm like, oh, how do I make this better? How do I, I wish sometimes Photoshop or Figma was real life because there are so many moments when I wanted to like left align something in real life. (laughs) But I've been bringing that need to organize, clean, align, fix, to my house. And again, it was coming from an energy, a space of have to. So I'm unsubscribing to that compulsion of have to and unsubscribing to the fact that it means anything. There's stuff on our countertops. It does look messy sometimes. And that's okay. And sometimes the floors are not swept, and that's okay too. I allow things to be messy when they need to be. And when it feels good, like on a Saturday morning, when I have a little bit of space to sweep and mop and have a super clean, beautiful floor for the weekend, I will do that. So I'm unsubscribing to doing these things out of a have to or should and subscribing to making them feel light and fun. Because honestly, if they're undone, nothing actually happens. The bed's undone. If the house looks disorganized, so what? (laughs) it doesn't mean anything. The other thing I'm unsubscribing to is feeling like I need to hang out with my friends all the time. I love my friends. I love them dearly. My close friends, they're beautiful and amazing. And I was feeling like I wasn't seeing them often enough. But when I do see them and I get to grab coffee with them once every week or once every two weeks, it's really meaningful and beautiful. And we get to pick up right where we left off. And I was like, wait, I should be seeing them more often. Like I used to years ago, like we used to hang out every week. We used to see each other multiple times a week, but that's just something that's not feasible in our lives today. Our lives have changed We're maybe in different cities, or we have different things that are occupying our mental and physical capacity. So we can't do it anymore in the way we used to. And I was just hanging on to this feeling of like, oh, I feel bad. I should see so-and-so more often. I should schedule time with so-and-so. And And again, it was like this feeling of should that was popping up. And I was like, wait a second. First of all, it's friends and that should be fun. And also it's okay if I see them once every two weeks or three weeks or once a month. That doesn't mean, mean that friendship is any less meaningful or beautiful. It just means This is what our friendship requires This is what our relationship requires right now. And it's not like a daily interaction. And that's okay. That's what feels good for this moment in both of our lives. So I'm unsubscribing to the need to hang out with my friends all the time. And I love that I have friends that also see that and know that and are very happy with that because I have friends that respect my boundaries and I respect their boundaries too really beautiful, beautiful way to be. I'm also unsubscribing to feeling like I need to work at my desk all the time. And this is so interesting because in some ways I feel like I'm telling you all the opposites of things that I shared in my last podcast. Interesting, right? I do think there's so much value in having a place where you anchor your mind to be in a certain state. So right now I'm sitting at my desk and this is where I'm anchoring my mind to be in podcasting mode. This is where I show up in front of a camera and I am on, I am sharing things in this big, beautiful way. And it feels so good. And this is where I do it. And I was feeling like I was chained to my desk for other things that I felt like I needed to be in my office at. My office is also upstairs in our home and it just feels far away and I don't want to go all the way over there. And then I just never make it over here and then I don't do the things I need to do. So I'm starting to realize maybe I need another space that I anchor work to elsewhere in the house. So I have this seat on our counter and I do this on my iPad. I can work on my iPad too. I don't need to work on my computer. And I just do a few work things. I may be checking on Slack and ClickUp. It's like light work. That needs to happen, but it doesn't need to happen at my desk. Or I do it on my phone. And I just love that I've gotten to opt out of working in any one style or any one method. And that work gets to feel fun and flowy in other physical spaces too. And I don't need to always work at my desk. And that feels free. That feels expansive. That feels light. So we get to unsubscribe to big things and little things. It's our life is a blank canvas, and we get to choose when we want to clear it out and put the things in that we actually care about, put the practices in, put the beliefs in that are going to support us in our priorities in life. And what's important to remember is priorities change. We are beings that are living and breathing and changing. What we liked yesterday, we don't like today. What we don't like yesterday, we like. Today. (laughs) I think that made sense in my head, but not out loud. We are changing every single day. And so, in order to support that, it's a constant practice of subscribing and unsubscribing. Because what served us before, what got us here, will not get us there. And that's what we're being asked to do. We are being asked to show up and we are being asked to redefine this moment in life to support us elevating into the next version of ourselves. I hope these big and small unsubscribes inspired you today. And now I challenge you to think about what is no longer serving you and how can you unsubscribe to that? To help you out, I've created the unsubscribe challenge and I'd love for you to join so we can unsubscribe to big and little things together and make life feel truly beautiful, truly transformational and light up our souls. There's a link in the description of this podcast episode that you can click to join the unsubscribe challenge. And I also recommend following me on social media at Avani M Jane, because we can hang out there and you can find the unsubscribe challenge there. And you can also find it on my website, avanimariella.com slash unsubscribe. I'm so excited to take you on this journey of unsubscribing together, and I will see you in the next episode. Until next time.